0: I'm back two whole weeks. I haven't been on the show. Anyway, last week was dark in case you were wondering where it went. I didn't do the show last week as I was away. I was actually traveling. I had a wonderful, wonderful trip back east. It was short and intense and
1: just really
0: great. What can I say? The first part of the trip, I was visiting an uncle at 94 who's quite ill. And I didn't want to miss an opportunity to see him, and it was very, very special for me to see him. And from there, I went to my uh, a reunion, um, a high school reunion. It was fabulous. I had a wonderful time, and I might mention it a little bit later in the in, in my discussion of today. Uh, so I won't go into it right now but it was really fun and I got back late Monday night and hit the ground running as as, as always and I think most of us experience that after vacation (laughs) we come back and we're so busy trying to get caught up and I might just mention that I left my calendar back there I had this calendar for, I don't know, 25, 30 years. It's a handwritten one. And in all those years, I've never lost it. But I certainly did. I don't think I lost it, but I'm waiting to hear back from a couple of different hotels I was in. I just didn't have any use for it. Why I brought it, I'm not sure. But I did, and I've left it somewhere. And I'm trying to reconstruct what I have this week, and I do have a couple of holes. So if you're hearing the show and you know of something I might have forgotten, please let me know and you certainly can contact me for any other reason at Janet at higher self com or Janet at Janet com. either way it will get to me and I do answer them and with that I'm just going to continue I don't think I got any response from John I did a healing on John two weeks ago I may have gotten a response from him and it's my mind because it was so crazy getting out and then barely was on any kind of computer <laughs> excuse me computer things no almost no social media and almost no email when i was gone and was either traveling or in the middle of um, lots of things going on so i just I could have heard from him and just sort of put it off to the side to take a look at later. And I haven't had time to send him back to take a look at it. So he may have gotten back to me. I'm not sure. In any case, we will survive without feedback from John. I don't ever expect it or require it. And so whether he did or did not, um, it doesn't undo in any way the the energy and, and effort that that you all and I put into helping John and him himself, helping himself. So anyway, with that, I'm going to go on to this week's topic. Now, I didn't know what I was going to do when I had my son set the show up for me. And so I just said, oh, let's just put more higher self-information, more fifth-dimensional information, all of that. And in fact, what I came up with really isn't specifically on that although it's a bit relevant starting next week there are going to be several sort of extended topics that I'll bring forth the uh, over the next you know each topic will take one you know least one if not two three or four weeks and but I did a lot of reading while I was gone I did some reading on the plane and I have some ideas where I'm going to go next, but it isn't organized, and I'd like it to be organized. So I'm just so I just picked a topic that is perfect for a one radio show day, and it is on beliefs and disbeliefs and the need to stand in the center of neutrality. Now I do believe I have done this topic before. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I have. And it's certainly in my books. I don't know exactly where, but I know it's somewhere in the books. But I do want to go over it again because it's a good setup to what I think is going to be the next topic that's going to be over the next few shows. So whether I've done it before or not, there will always be new information. And there will always be review which if I did the topic in 2015 or 2014 or 2013, I mean, okay, we can review that, right? So we all need the review, and I really, one of the reasons I picked this topic is that it is currently, for me, a very, very big topic. It is something I've always, it's always been important to me, and you've heard me say many times let's stand between the center of belief and disbelief let's <clears throat> stand in a state of neutrality and so it's something i've been aware of for ever since i met joan culpepper this has been a very emphasized topic from the higher self. it is not full of sensationalism it is not you know fascinating like maybe the attachment issue was that i talked about the attachment and the possession issues that I talked about for a couple of shows. It, it doesn't carry that, but it does carry a very important um, aspect. It is very important, very, um, very significant about as significant as anything I've talked to you about. Now, of course, with higher self information, they bring us so many ideas and concepts. So much expansion around things that it's hard to hold on to it all at once. And that's one of the reasons I love reading and rereading the material because something will hit me in a new way. Something I've always talked about, like this standing between belief and disbelief, being in center of neutrality. But this, when I reread it, don't remember where it was maybe on the plane i'm thinking oh my gosh and i'm hearing it again at another level now this happened to me just a little bit ago i can't remember now what it was oh yeah that that's utilizing the pure soul essence and that is our purest most personal most potent personal power that we have and it's the panama canal of self-help and you know, that hit me in such a huge way, and ever since then, I've been really focused on using my Pure Soul Essence all the time, whether it's simply just standing in the center of the Pure Soul Essence, whether I'm doing any work at all, or utilizing it as the center spot, for the any kind of neutralizing or healing that I'm doing on myself or anyone else. So it was the same with this material. I just felt this is so significant um okay now it's it's difficult for all of us to grasp to understand to get the idea fully that we can live in a state of neutrality neither believing or disbelieving because believing and disbelieving is so much a part of the human condition judging something to be good, right, or indifferent is what we do all day long. So it's difficult to, to even grasp that this is something we want to accomplish. This is something we want to work toward. And the, but, and, and the other side of it is it's really easy for us to believe very quickly when any kind of authority – Is talking that they are we believe that what they're saying is correct it's an authority and often just because they are authority or maybe we don't know anything about the information so it sounds right so we just believe it's correct so we have a big tendency to accept belief um, from others from those in authority and we also which is also part of the human condition, have a tendency to accept beliefs more readily that tend toward the negative uh, about manifestations in the life pattern versus the positive. Again, part of the human condition. But accepting a belief at any level, we immediately that belief immediately becomes a boundary. It becomes, for all of us, a very limiting factor toward continuing ex- expansion. So if we stand in the center of that belief, and this is what I believe, okay, we don't permit ourselves to expand past that belief. So what is what we want to work toward, I mean, and some of you can understand that in a In some ways, especially when it comes to a negative belief, we are are conscious enough and aware enough that that negative beliefs um, aren't aren't quote-unquote good for us, that, that those aren't something we want to stand in the center of. Now, do we stand in the center of those negative beliefs? Yeah, we sure do. But we still can grasp the idea that a negative belief is not something we want to hold on to. But what is important to understand is that I'm not only talking about negative beliefs, I'm talking about beliefs, period, any belief. And this is a little more difficult to, to grasp for all of us because we are so really, um, we hear all the time about thinking positive and how important thinking positive is and how That's where we want to be. We want to be in the state of positivity and and et cetera, et cetera. And it's really important to understand that it is every kind of belief and every kind of disbelief that creates a boundary. So what we want to do is that we want to move to this state of neutrality where the neither-nor the good and bad, the up and down, the right and wrong, whatever it is, that we can stand in the center between the two, and in that center is a place without judgment and without limitation. Okay? Excuse me. When we can step back from all of our beliefs and all of our disbeliefs and objectively live, kind of, you could say, within the center that is where we find the clarity of vision. That's where we find the higher frequencies of understanding, the unlimited level of expanded awareness, knowledge, wisdom, etc. And that's where we, we open up to the more expansion. It's as if we're standing in the center of the eye of a hurricane, all the winds around us symbolic winds are the beliefs and disbeliefs and yet if we stand in that center that eye of the storm we can accept see receive the sunlight through that eye and it's the same way that's a symbol we can we can receive the higher information the higher awareness the insights it is it is It is a very powerful, powerful place to stand within those, between, in the state of neutrality, between the beliefs and disbeliefs. Okay. Now, it actually is not necessary to move into past existences or past experiences uh, in order to unravel uh, the threads of why we have The current belief system, why our life is unfolding at whatever point in time. Why? Because in the now, in that state of neutrality, we have access to all of that. So we don't need to go back and unravel it, in fact. Now, do we do that? Of course we do. Is there something wrong with it? Not necessarily. In fact, you know that's what I do. I go in and try to help Others unravel what's playing out, uh, the whys and the wherefores, the causes, the propellants that are bringing what they're what they are manifesting in their outer reality. I try to do that. I try to help them understand, and then we go in and we neutralize all those things. But in fact, you don't really need to do it. Um, I find at this point in time it's been extremely helpful. But I know on myself, I often don't go in there. I just especially, I I do get information, I do get insight. But once I'm in that pure soul essence, I'm just working to neutralize anything and everything related. I don't feel it necessary to 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 get all the whys and wherefores anymore. I used to really dig for those, and now I don't. Sometimes it comes up to me anyway. It just comes in, and I'm oh, my gosh, look at that. Whoa. Oh, okay. And so that's very helpful. That's interesting. That's enlightening. But I don't have to seek and search for it, and neither do you guys. We have that pure soul essence. It knows where to go. It knows what to do. Okay? Now, I'm going to give you an example. Okay, let's say you have problems with money, don't have enough. Most of us will accept the belief that we're poor or we don't have enough money, however we might want to phrase it in our minds. Now, when you're working with this neutrality, when you're working to stand between belief and disbelief, and I'm going to do an exercise at the end for us all around this money thing okay, we wouldn't want to believe that we're poor or that we aren't rich. We don't want to hold on to those beliefs. So what we would do is we stand between the center of those beliefs about rich and poor, okay? We stand right in the center, right in the eye of that symbolic hurricane so that we can then pave the way to amalgamate the rich and the poor, to bring them together, to neutralize them into that state of uh, neutrality. And this amalgamation of rich and poor, because remember at the higher levels, there isn't such a thing as rich and poor, doesn't exist at those higher frequency levels. So we want to bring them in, neutralizing them, having them amalgamate and become one. And from that spot, we can create all the wealth we want to create for ourselves but until we stand between the beliefs around poor and rich and you say oh my goodness well i see i you know my bills come and i don't have enough money to pay so what do you mean belief that's a reality okay well the reality is manifesting because of the beliefs we hold inside so it is those beliefs we hold at the energetic level at the thought level that we need to neutralize. We need to bring into the center of neutrality and creating, in fact, it's like a seed by pulling in the rich and the poor beliefs. It creates a very powerful energy, which is creative energy. And you can create out of that energy all that you wish to create all the wealth you wish to create. So the higher self actually recommends that we practice on a daily basis, guys, the concept of consciously standing in the center of any situation you have in your life without believing it or disbelieving it. Now, I am going to do the exercise toward the end, and and this isn't going to be a long show because I've been so crazed, um, happily so, over the last couple of weeks. And the, but, but they want us to stand in the center on a daily basis and sometimes it's, we think it's easier or we think it's a shortcut if we go to someone who is going to tell us what areas we need to work on Um, And again, this is what I do in my healings. I go and I find the areas behind the patterns that, that are part of what we believe and disbelieve, part of what we're carrying at that energetic level. I go in there to let the person know and then help them to neutralize all of that. But what you probably noticed is that I never promote my private sessions. I don't do it here on the radio. I don't do it in person with my own meetup members or my clients or my uh, workshop members, people I meet. I don't promote them. Now, why is that? Part of it is that it's hard to promote yourself, don't you know? But the bigger part of it is that I was very fortunate to be part of Joan's group and became really connected with the idea that we're our own self-directing identities. Okay, that it's important that we don't lock into and hold on to an external authority to do it for us. And as you know, when I talk about my private sessions, I always talk about it like going into the gym. You see all these machines and you see all these classes and weights and everything. You don't know where to start you might hire a trainer for one or two or three times to orient you to help you get started and then off you go on your own and it's the same that's the kind of role that i feel i take and i think it's important and i have in both books how to do it for yourself because that is really the goal that we all do it for ourselves um i encourage everyone to listen to all the recordings and then pause them and whatever comes up in their mind to go ahead and neutralize, to use the recordings as a starting point, but then take over from there and be, uh, be an active authority in your own life. Be the one that makes the decisions. This is what I need to clear. Uh, so it's important. Um, it's really important to figure out for ourselves where to go. Because when we project outward that this external authority, and of course I'm completely including myself, uh, it's by putting a our hopes or our dreams, our, we're counting and relying on the external authority to do it for us or to get our own answers or whatever, is actually a very big limiter. Because what it does, whether it's conscious or unconscious, is it's creating a belief that we can't do it for ourselves. Now, I've been very, very fortunate. I came right up against this belief after working with Joan Culpepper. She had classes and all sorts of things, and I had sessions and readings with her a ton, uh, and then she left the state. She moved to Tennessee from California, and, you know, all of us, myself included, were devastated. But here's was here was the the treasure at the end of the rainbow we all had to learn to do it for ourselves it i thought i was doing it for myself i was doing all the exercises you know that the very the higher self would bring up in the various classes i mean i was dedicated to helping myself but there was a more subtle arena and that was I wasn't trying to get the information for myself. I wasn't trying to figure out what it was that I needed versus some, somebody else where, where I could help myself. And so I learned the hard way that I can do it for myself and how it was so uh, enlightening and so empowering, just so completely empowering. Could I do it right off the bat? No. It took a long time, but it was, a, you know, it was a baby steps kind of process. Now the energies are moving so fast and so much higher than when I started. I find that my various clients and people in my group are doing it faster and faster. It, it doesn't mean it has to take years, but it might be weeks or months, maybe a year or two, depending on how much you work at it. But it is really important that the focus of attention is back on the self. That's what we need to do because the more we continue to go to the external authority, and I'm certainly included in that, the more that we go there, the more of a shadow that authority is in our own light. And I don't want to be personally a shadow in anybody's light. I'm just, working really hard <laughs> to be my own light and to be in that center, that state of neutrality as much as possible. Now, uh, the more you move into the process of tuning in to moving into that state of neutrality and opening up that beautiful channel, so to speak, or that tunnel or that uh, funnel whatever you want to call it to the higher self information that you that's you okay it is you guys we all have access to who you are and the pure soul the information from the pure soul essence the more you do it the easier it becomes it's powerful stuff now I do want to just say that you might get stuff that isn't going to ring it's not ring true, but it isn't going to necessarily agree with what you've learned and you're seeking and searching through a lot of even metaphysical stuff. It's not always going to resonate with what you've heard from X, Y, or Z group forever. It really isn't. But again, if you believe, if you're Standing in the center of the belief in what you've learned from some metaphysical group and you get something different you could reject something expanded so I'm just making you guys aware whether it's my information or anybody's information that you always want to stand in the center of neutrality and allow the expanded information to come through now because again, the beliefs can trap you. You can reject something that is expanded, but because you've locked into a belief system from your whole level of seeking and searching, it's very, very, it, it creates a very serious glass ceiling. that's very hard to get by. And I don't know if I've told you all this, but I want to give you an example. When I was 18, I was walking across my college campus at the time, and I had a vision. And I think I had talked about it. In any case, the the vision was a few seconds long, but it was—I've never had anything like it. I've only had one since in that same way. It was so powerful that immediately it changed the course of my belief system and one of the things it did was within 20 minutes I became a complete atheist now I was a very spiritual person I was involved in the church I taught Sunday school Um, I wasn't heavily involved uh, but I, I just felt this deep spiritual connection and at that time when I was growing up it was the only avenue I didn't know anything about metaphysics back then but when I became I had this vision, within twenty minutes I was an atheist powerful shift. Now I didn't become I didn't proselytize, I didn't tell everyone, Oh, there's no such thing as God or anything, but inside it was just a huge shift of one eighty. Now within a few a few years I think I moved into being an agnostic and then eventually I met Joan Culpepper. And not right away, but down the line, I began to realize what that vision did. And I realized I misunderstood it completely. At at some point, um, I figured out that I completely misunderstood the vision, but I greatly appreciated it. Why? Because it it had undone the belief system that I had developed in this life. Uh, up until that point in time. And so it allowed me to open to a whole new concept, a whole new idea about the originating source and the impersonal nature of it rather than it's a god sitting in heaven or something like that, that it was doing everything for us. you know this this new idea of the originating source, of all there is being an energy that's available to us, but we utilize it based on our belief systems. And so it was, we personalize it, and I talked about this. This is very, very important information about how we personalize through our own uh, belief systems what we personalize that originating source energy and to the more important way to do it is to sit in the center of the pure soul essence when we're calling in the originating source energy, because in this way we're personalizing it through our own pure soul essence much better than personalizing it through our belief system. In any case, I have a whole thing on that, so I'm not going to go into it, but I felt that I was so lucky to have that vision that I went through that change because I felt it helped me open to a different perspective And allowed me to bring in or accept information that if I hadn't gone through that vision, then I might not have. So I had firsthand an experience with the idea that belief systems can limit us because I realized that I didn't have that old belief system and it had helped me uh, be more unlimited when you know, when I had the vision and that old belief system was completely undone in twenty minutes. <laughs> anyway, the the higher self also talk a lot about it, it's so easy for us to be ju- to make judgments. It's very difficult not to. And but they want you to understand that the judgments are really based on what we carry at the thought form level. So they're reactionary. In other words, they're reacting off old beliefs that we already carry. And I do want to just say this kind of an aside. Remember that this information that I share is, it's not a church and it's not dogma. And it's, It's information, it's philosophy, it's exercises and techniques that will help you get to a better life. However, again, it's important that you stand in the center between belief and disbelief and allow the information to move through without those judgments, okay? Because if we're standing in the center in that eye of the symbolic hurricane with the beliefs and disbeliefs around us, but we're not of them, we are standing between them, In that state of neutrality, we are going to process this information. We're going to process the energies at the the highest level we are in at the time. And we're going to allow in as much expansion that we can moment to moment. Okay. So, all right. So, it's important to understand that everything that we process, everything that happens to us is, absolutely right and correct as far as the fourth dimensional soul is concerned for fifth dimensionals here with a dual soul nature it's our facade soul but for the those that are uh, part of the human king, kingdom and are true humans they absolutely it results for them too it holds for for all of us so if we weren't processing it we wouldn't if we didn't <laughs> you would not, if it weren't actually right for you, you would not be processing it. None of us would be processing. So, what, but what we do is we go through these experiences and we lay tricks on ourselves, don't we? We judge ourselves. We have battles inside. Oh, I should have done this instead of that. Or, you know, so-and-so could have just this and that would have happened. And we just, we're constantly running this scenario of what if the you know and if only and oh I screwed up or whatever we are always running these judgments through of ourselves of others through our mind's eye and their, their inner battles now what we want to do is to understand that we want to stand in the center of all those battles stand in the center I should say Stand in the center of neutrality of all those battles. Become aware that these inner battles are us consciously, unconsciously awakening. That we are, things are happening, things are going through our minds, experiences are happening because we are going through the process of awakening. Now, if you stand in the center in that beautiful eye of the hurricane, of whatever these inner battles or inner um, upsets or inner judgments, however you want to describe them. And there are a little bit of all of those, I'm thinking. Then we're going to open up to more expanded ways, different perspectives, different ways of looking at them, whatever it is. Okay? So I want you to understand that belief systems are like prisons. They create these boundaries and it's very difficult to move beyond them um, and whether we're conscious or unconscious of them understand that a lot of the belief systems we carry come from past lives as I've talked about endlessly you know that you understand that but we're not aware because we don't carry the belief or it's not manifesting in the now in this life so we so it's like you know we don't know all the beliefs that we carry but it is the beliefs that really separate us from our true selves and from the true selves of others. It is the belief system. It's the belief systems that separate governments and nations and individuals. It's beliefs, guys, that have created every single war, every single incident that that we perceive of as negative on this planet and any planet. The this belief system, the belief systems we carry are common to the fourth dimensional human soul, the fourth dimensional facade soul, throughout the human kingdom universe. And it's the belief system that all of us must experience, neutralize, and grow past in order to move to the higher level of evolutionary awareness, so to speak. Yeah we need to stand in the center we need to do something about the belief systems now in this day and age there's a lot of unconscious awakening going on and I've talked about that in the past a lot because it's the dawning of the new age and so there are more and more fanatics out there they hold on to the belief systems, uh, whatever they may be and the fanatics can be any kind of fanatics, even fanatics that we might look at as good, uh, if they're extreme in nature and holding solid to a belief system, they're as fanatical as ones that are more what we would term negative fanatics. So, but you're going to see both types, both types heavily, uh, present on the planet. Okay. And we've already seen them and it's going to continue for a while. Uh, because the momentum the evolutionary momentum is increasing it's going to be a hundred thousand evolutionary years processing in two thousand actual years and absolutely exponential expansion of the evolutionary frequency and this frequency is actually triggering humans at all levels to cling harder to what they believe. That's another part of the thematicism is that humans are clinging harder because it, it's safety points. It's what they've grown up with. It's what they are that nurtures them or whatever. And the fear, if that belief system isn't there, the fear of the unknown is devastating. It's overwhelming. And so the, it becomes the holding on to the belief system becomes more and more tenacious in a lot of ways. And so I want you guys to understand that. Because it's, it's, it's we've seen it, it's already intense, it's going to become more intense. And what all of us are here to do is to help and assist To bring in the higher level understanding at the belief system vibration. And every time we do a healing, every time we work on the astral, every time we are spreading the light throughout the human kingdom universe, every time we work, it is helping with this. Just being present and allowing, uh, having discussions with, with others not ramming anything down your throat. You don't want them to replace one belief system with another uh, that's fanatical. You know, we we are trying to offer choices, allowing them a perspective, a perspective that there are other ways to to look at things, other ways to, to see things. So it is all about perspective, guys. And by switching our perspective just a little bit, it allows us to view life differently and to understand that everyone has their perspective, to, to, to understand that life is a viewpoint. And if we can just look at that and accept at some level, the idea that everyone is going to have a different viewpoint. Why? Because we're reading it through our own unique belief systems, because everyone, even though there's a ton of overlap, we all have everything. Everyone is coming from their own perspectives, their own belief systems. So, by understanding that we have ours, that others have theirs, it allows us to bring more understanding and tolerance and compassion and respect. To various groups of philosophies, various governments, various nations, and various individuals. And this is important. It is important, guys. The level of understanding and respect is absolutely key. Because what did I say earlier? That beliefs are the foundation of all the wars, all the conflicts all of the the interpretations we have about negativity. So by bringing in understanding, bringing in acceptance, bringing in respect and compassion for everyone's belief systems, that is a strong, powerful step to avoiding the conflict, the wars, the rights and wrongs, anchoring ourselves in the judgments. Okay. Now, the fourth dimensional reality, okay, the human level, we want the doors to open. We want to stand in that neutrality and which will, as much as we can, which will allow us to receive and have the flow of the higher levels of understanding and expansion to move through us. Now, we already carry it. We carry the pure soul essence. We're not getting it from somewhere else. We already carry the true soul essence, that fifth dimensional part of ourselves. We already carry both. So the flow is from ourselves to ourselves it's from the higher levels we carry to the, the human facade soul or if we're human to the human soul it doesn't matter where we stand in the human situation whether we're facade or true living it doesn't matter we all carry that pure soul essence the originating source is who we are and the more we utilize these energies, the more we can free ourselves to the altered realities, those belief systems that we've adhered to for so long. Okay? So, what's important is that we spend quality time with ourselves. Can we go out and listen to various authorities and other people's viewpoints? Of course, but stand in the center of that neutrality as you listen. Allow yourself the flow from within, from your pure soul essence, from your true soul essence, to be active and not be blocked by the belief system. So please stand in the center of that neutrality and I'm about to do an exercise with it. Um, And listen to anything and everything that you hear from an authority myself, 100% included, to allow it to process through your own pure soul essence. That's your purest, most potent, most perfect personal power. You can keep notes. You can tape it. You can do whatever you want, but allow the energy to flow. And as you get used to allowing the energy, the information to come in and the flow to start, as you get used to operating within that pure soul essence within that state of neutrality you're going to begin to access consciously more and more of your own higher wisdom your own higher understanding the expanded nature that you are we're all unlimited it's our belief system that keeps us limited now just be aware because the facade soul still has residue, we're not completely clear of all the energetic baggage that we brought in from eons of Lifetime because we're not completely clear. I'm sure I've worked on mine a ton, but we all have residue, myself included, but everyone does. Sometimes the information, sometimes the um, concepts we take in Come in with discoloration or a distortion, not quite uh, as pure as it will be next week or next year, because it is, has to move through that thought, soul, mind that we're carrying. And as I've told you before, try not to lock in on what you get. Locking in is locking into a belief system. This is what you're getting today. Next week, you're going to get the expansion. And you know, you've heard me, I talked about getting expanded information, seeing things in different light, approaching things. It doesn't make what you've got wrong. It just means that if we don't lock into it, we're much more open to get the expansion on it. And I've given you the example of sex ed for the kids, okay, when we talk to a child when they're five, six, or seven about where babies come from. We do it in a way that is limited because they are much more limited at 5, 6, and 7 that they will down the line. Then when they're 9, 10, 11, 12, we expand upon the whole concept of where babies come from, and then we would expand again, or maybe it's not us telling them, maybe it's some college biology course, or whatever, I don't know, but there's an expansion at 17, 18, 19, 20. Does it make the earlier levels wrong? No. It just means that there's expansion coming in with the sex ed, so to speak. There's more expansion. And it's the same with this information. If we locked into what we learned at age six, it would be kind of difficult, wouldn't it be, as as adults, kind of waiting for the stork to bring the baby or whatever it was we heard at five or six from our parents. It, it is, um, I mean that was really being silly, but you know what I'm saying? We, we don't want to lock in to what we're getting. Just keep allowing and keep neutralizing. So important. The more we neutralize that energetic baggage, the more, or the less discoloration, the less distortion there will be. We will be taking it in at higher and higher expansion levels. So, and it is, again, important to neutralize both the positive and the negative. And I'm just now um, being impressed to emphasize this with you. I have talked about it in the past. I've often said, oh, but we really need to work on the negative more, and the higher self say, no, we're beyond that it's really important that we work on anything and everything when we're standing that center of neutrality when we're working to neutralize belief systems it isn't going to be just the negative ones we need to work on all belief systems um I, I think i can't remember if i've talked about this but if you believe that you just need to be patient okay Now, a lot of people think, oh, she has the patience of Job or he has the patience of Job. Oh, my God, I wish I was more patient. And patience is really important because then you can avoid conflict, you can whatever. We all know how much we've heard about how good patience is. Well, it's important to understand if you stand firmly in the belief to be patient, that patience is where it's all at and Even if you don't believe it now in this life, chances are you've believed it in other lives. What happens? Well, we call in situations and conditions. It's just like a beacon saying, send me anything. I want to manifest anything and everything that means I need to be more patient. And so it validates those difficult things, validates the belief, oh, Well, see, I was right. Look at all these difficult situations that come in. If I hadn't worked on all that patience, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. So it validates our belief that we need to be patient. So I am telling you right now, positive belief systems are equally difficult and add equally problematic situations to our lives. And in fact, situations and conditions that we do call in take are created from our entire energetic baggage not just from one section or one negative they're very complex and you've heard me in the healings go in and get absolutely a total array of issues that are going on in in whatever pattern is being manifested in that person you've heard me over and over again get so many different elements of the pattern so many Pieces, So many parts of it, so many beliefs that are, are operational, and that's in, including some that are positive, like, oh, this saved my life, therefore I've got to keep doing this. I've got to be vigilant because it saved my life and a lot of lives. Uh, by being constantly aware of everything and everyone around me and watching, 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 watching to the point where you can't sleep at night because just shutting your eyes means you're not being vigilant, okay? So there you have it, guys. We have to neutralize everything. The higher self is really clear. We do not focus just on the negative. That was good for me to start with, but right now, I mean, I've been working on both sides for a long time, but I have not been teaching that because it goes in the face of a lot of what's out there right now. And this show will go in the face of a lot of that. And I'm beginning, uh, I've told you um, more and more, I'm accepting myself and my information because remember as listeners, you are equally responsible for what you hear and what you take in and what you, how you interpret it and what you do with it as I am. To bring you information as the best of my ability, the highest level that I understand, the highest ideal for communicating. We both have a responsibility here, and by learning to finally accept that deep level of self acceptance, that came with it. And so I've been open with you about this fifth dimensional stuff, about so much of this material, because it's really. We're together in this. I might be the communicator, but you're or the giving out. You're the receiver. We both have a responsibility to to speak and to hear and to give and receive at the very highest level. So, my intention is never to ram anything down your throat, never to distort, never to discolor, never to make you believe in what I'm saying. It's simply to share with you at the highest level I can anything and everything so that you the less discoloration I give out you're then having less to sit through perhaps plus we all have our own discoloration that we carry at the facade level all the energetic baggage and the misunderstandings and all of that and the beliefs yada yada so we all have this, this tremendous—we um, have this tremendous responsibility to ourselves. Anyway, so the more we, the more we can stand in the center, become tuned within stand in our pure psalms and stand in the center of neutrality and move more and more toward true self-awareness, true self-acceptance, true self-appreciation. It's the pathway, guys, that is going to bring us to the point of truly loving ourselves. Okay, that's the bottom line. And once we get to that true love of the self, we will truly love everyone else as well. It's a stepping stone process. It is not something that's going to happen next week, but the more we focus in, the more we stand in the center between belief and disbelief, the more we process from that level, the faster it's going to go. Anyway. <laughs> So that's the information, but I want to do an exercise. I want to, utilizing the whole idea of the poor and I am poor or I am not rich, the belief and the disbelief, however you want to say it. I want to use that in this example, because being on this planet, as I've said to you before, we all have issues with materialization. This planet carries the divine material balance and all souls on this planet have an issue with it in some way. It doesn't always operate out of the financial arena, but it often operates out of the financial arena. And the divine material balance is to help us materialize from the abstract to the concrete in a balanced manner. Again, it can be materializing our gifts and talents it can be materializing balanced relationships it can be whatever we're we need to materialize or whatever we're we are materializing in a balanced with with balance in the state of the highest ideal so but it often plays out with the financial arena And so I'm going to do this exercise, doing it, because I think many of you have issues, good, bad, or indifferent, with this materializing of the financial security, financial abundance. And so let's work on that. We want to do this exercise. And so I'm going to get started. And... I want everyone to get comfortable. I'm just going to get a little water here. Oh. <clears throat> Let's work on this standing in the center neutrality. Let's see how it works. And anybody who has a, an experience, any kind of experience or questions, comments, anything, please feel free to email me. I'm Janet Richmond I'm the Higher Self Voice. And my email is Janet at com or Janet at Janet com. Oh, I know. I just remembered what I was going to tell you guys and I forgot. Um, should I do it before? The, I'm going to do it now um, because after the exercise, I don't know that anyone listens, but I want you all to know that for the past, I don't know, few months, I should say, there have been things that have fallen away out of my life. Uh, for example, you know that my assistant left. That was something. Uh, I have had several friends that have, for whatever reason, they've been out of town a lot or traveling a lot. The, there's just been many things. And what's happened is I've noticed how I'm spending more and more and more time alone. Uh, used to be my assistant was here four days a week, occasionally five, occasionally three. Uh, that was, even though she was working with me, it was company. You know, I had someone to talk to. And for a long time, the higher selves have indicated to me that I've chosen this because I need the space, so to speak, to move into this becoming centered within more and more. So I, when you're constantly around people, there's a lot of busy stuff going on, a lot of conversations, a lot of this, that, and the other. We don't think to move within, but the higher self has said um, what I've been getting is that I've chosen this being more and more alone uh, as a route to becoming firm in the going within thing and it has been very interesting for me and i want to share this with you i could have locked into oh i'm so alone you know but i never did luckily i i do go within and i get information from the higher self quite a bit and work on myself quite a bit so this stuff was coming up and it made a lot of sense So, so each time something would drop away or if some of them wasn't dropping away like totally or completely, it wasn't like my assistant, but it just may, maybe a friend was unavailable for two or three months because she's traveling or whatever. In any case, I saw it as such an opportunity, and I also, interestingly enough, have found that over this same period of time, I have been waking up at night and been unable to go to sleep right away. Now. I've had some of that for a long time on and off. It's not anything that bothers me anymore. But the time awake was getting to be longer and longer. And and so I'm like, okay, what is this about? And it's the same thing. Because it's totally quiet in the middle of the night. By ourselves, we're indicating it is an opportunity for me to go within, to process, to neutralize, to pull in information. And I'm thinking... Tired to pull in information, you know, and I'm like, but whether I'm pulling in information or not, they want me to move into that pure soul essence. It's again part of just creating the habit, so to speak, feeling very comfortable, and that it is the state, the normal state, by doing it more and more, and so. Once I came to understand that, when I start, when I wake up, if I'm not going back to sleep right away, I move right into to doing that. Sometimes I'm still awake for a long time, but I'm I'm awake, but I'm doing something that feels uh, feels really good. Uh, you know, when you're working on yourself, it feels really good. Um, anyway, I don't come away with a lot of information or a lot of insights, but I do. To be in that energy is is a really great thing. So as the weeks and now months are going by, I'm beginning to see it as something very important. Now, I don't know that each and every one of you are doing this or will be doing it or have been doing it. I don't know how it's going to be for anyone else. I have a suspicion that because I'm, sharing things with you on the radio and in my books and in my groups that it's important for me to um, experience it so I have some experience with these kind of things. Anyway, the Higher South had said that my trip back east was going to be like an oasis. (laughs) That's what I wanted to share with you. It was such an oasis. The information was like, you know, sometimes being so alone the way I've been can feel like you're out in the desert, you know. There's not a lot of growth, there's not a lot of prosperity or not prosperity or um, activities going on, you know. It's fairly desolate-seeming, although I never felt desolate. But you know what I'm saying? And they said it's like being out in the desert and you're coming into an oasis. But they said be aware that when you come back, you'll be back in the same situation where you are standing in the center of a situation where you are encouraged and uh, more able to focus within. And so that's what happened. I just absolutely moved into my visit back east. It was a tremendous oasis. I was with some with people almost the entire time. So much fun I, I mean, Even seeing my uncle was uh, wonderful because I reconnected with him and his wife and his daughter in a way that I hadn't, and and my cousin was also there, uh, in ways I hadn't done for a decade or two. So it was really, really special. And then I moved into the reunion, which was a big event, a big party, and I loved every minute of it and reconnected with people I grew up with. It was fantastic the minute I got on the plane, half the trip, I'm back within, you know, moving. It was as if there was a very definitive shift and I'm traveling home and I'm back into the self-awareness and the higher self were, had let me know that it was going to be so. And so I'm, I just, really felt it was important to let you guys know that, that this is this going within, becoming more and more aware of yourself, more and more in tune with who you are, is, is really a focus here, really something that is going to move us along. They have indicated that sometime in October, I'm going to move out of this kind of thing and move open up doors and whatever it is, I've not been specific about timing really or exactly how it will unfold. But I know that it's not going to be forever. And, in fact, there's a part of me that just is enjoying it. And I'm wondering, will I have really gotten on that bandwagon enough so that whenever it opens up, Up in October, I can still stay on that bandwagon, if you understand what I mean. It's really interesting, but I'm very motivated to become more and more part of, you know, moving into that self-awareness. So I'm just sharing that all with you as I normally do in order to encourage all of you in the same way. Everybody will do it in their own unique ways. It's not going to be like me, uh, I'm sure. There are many ways this kind of thing could happen or could unfold in your life. But now that you have the idea of what I'm going through, you might start to see, oh my gosh, that, that looks like mine. Mine's different because I have kids. But suddenly I'm having, you know, time in the middle of the day when my kids are at school that I never had before. And, and you know, this opportunity to do some work on myself or whatever. Uh, you're going to find everybody's going to look, going to have it different. And so... But it just gives you an idea choice different perspectives ideas of how to look at something okay so now back to the exercise I'm sorry for the interrupt uh, I do I did feel that was important to share because it's been a very interesting journey where I have sort of been like a fly on the wall of my own life looking at how things have operated for me personally and understanding where it's leading me to and where it's going because as i said earlier everything that's going on in our lives is absolutely supposed to be there or it wouldn't be there at the soul level it's what we want to experience so if we can turn around the viewpoint from oh my gosh this is bad this is terrible this is something negative i better do this that or the other and that eternal internal battle to seeing a new perspective and understanding that it's an opportunity, and this moving into a state of being alone so much of every day because I live in my home, I live alone, and I work in my home alone. Um, it turned it into an opportunity, and try to move into an expanded perspective of what that opportunity is bringing you. So that's it. Okay. Now we're going to go into the exercise, and I want everyone to get themselves comfortable. If you're listening to the archive, you can certainly pause the the tape and find a comfortable setting, and and now we're going to do this exercise of standing in the center between belief and disbelief, and then utilizing it to deal specifically with the beliefs and disbeliefs around rich and poor okay so i want everyone to take some deep breaths and just one sec i just had to turn the lights out because it's hot in la we had some nice cool weather but it's hot now and so the lights are just adding to the heat it was cool when i came up but it's now heating up Um, Anyway, so I want everyone to take some nice, deep breaths. Make yourself comfortable, and I want you to quiet the mind as best you can. I want you to just begin to activate that focus of attention, focusing it on the now. You can listen to my voice. That's a good technique to help you focus on the now. It is that focus of attention that is absolutely essential. It's the turn-on switch if you recall. The turn-on switch that allows us to activate all of these very powerful, very um, pure and perfect divine energies that we are, that we carry, that we have access to. And with the focus of attention on this now this now moment the higher selves are absolutely helping us to create the energetic field of the now moment and i see the everybody standing on that symbolic rim of a wagon wheel i haven't used this analogy much recently but one of my friends and clients and anyway, she's even working with me, she is, has said she would like me to do the opening more like I used to, simply because it helps really move everybody into the energy. So that's why I've decided to go back to it, and I, I may vary it a bit from time to time, but in any case, I, I want you to know that I am seeing myself and all of those past, present, and future listeners standing on the symbolic rim of a symbolic wheel. In other words, we're in a circle. We're all equal. There isn't anyone more important. There's no head of the table. We are all uh, standing within the now moment. And I want us to use that focus of attention to expand the now moment to encompass the totality of the past nows, the present now, and the future nows. This is happening, and by doing so, we are activating the energetic field to expand 360 degrees around us to encompass the totality of who we are from the moment in time we were first expressed as minerals to through the mineral, plant, animal, human kingdom, and the graduation into the fifth dimension and the return as dual soul. Uh, carrying the dual soul nature with facade, soul, facade human soul. Carrying the fifth dimensional soul aspect, the true soul essence. And we are expanding this forever now moment. It is As we do it, it is moving to encompass this totality of the soul process. All of our aspects, all of our soul aspects, both fifth dimensional, six dimensional, and facade human aspects. We are including the totality of who we are within this forever now moment, and it is streaming symbolically through the human kingdom universe, known and unknown, to encompass the totality of the time-space continuum that we're on. By time, it includes the eons and eons and eons of time that are held within this forever now moment, the eons of time we have been in existence, and also the eons of time. The the huge amount of space where we've all been on planets known and unknown uh, all through space. We've been on hundreds and thousands, if not tens of thousands of planets. So this forever now moment is just humongous. And what we're going to do now is we're going to focus, bring that focus of attention on to the pure soul essence that each of us carry knowing that the pure soul essence is everything that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. It, too, has evolved and continues to evolve and, in fact, is getting prepared to take a giant leap forward, which is why the frequency in the universe is expanding at an exponential level. It is why the frequency is moving so high fast, It is taking with it all that is part of it and it's the originating source is all there is. So everything, every soul from any different level and every different level is being sped up on this evolutionary thrust. And so the pure soul essence is part of that. It is carrying us all along. It is expanding at this exponential rate. So the pure soul essence, we're going to focus on it, and it's brilliant light. It is our purest, most perfect, most potent personal power. Each and every one of us has a pure soul essence. Each and every soul, from the lowliest, lowliest grain of sand to the highest, most evolved being, has a pure soul essence. And that is why each and every one of us are equal. There is no one better than anyone else there are souls that have been around longer than other souls It doesn't make us any more elite any more special any more perfect we are simply we've been around a little bit longer the the fifth dimensionals present on the planet carrying the dual soul nature have been around longer than the human but there's no elitism there we we're not better than anyone else We're here to help. We're here. That's our mission. That's our spiritual commitment once we graduated into the fifth dimension. So we are here to help. Simply that. We help each other because we all carry this fourth dimensional facade. We help ourselves. We are part of this process together with everyone else. Now, becoming more centered and more self-aware, which is what we're going to work on in part today, in this exercise, it helps us connect with that fifth-dimensional true soul essence, perhaps uh, in our pure soul essence, perhaps a little more easily than the true humans can, but still doesn't make us any more special. There is no elitism at all, no ego here at all for us. Guys, okay so anyway i want us to focus on that pure soul essence again you can think of it as the divine sun within remember symbolic sun it isn't the, the symbol that's important it's the energy it represents and it represents symbolically the purity of and the power the perfection of that pure soul essence that we are the sun is in its own right it's so brilliant It's life-giving, it's so powerful. And in this way, by using it as the symbol of the pure soul essence that we all carry, it helps us perhaps connect more easily to the incredible divine power that that pure soul essence is, that pure soul essence has. That is who we truly are. And I want everyone to just completely center themselves in that pure soul essence. Feel the light, symbolic light, feel that energy moving in through and around the totality first of your physical body, moving it in through and around the totality of all the molecules, the cells, the tissues, the organs, anything and everywhere. And if you have a particular part of the physical body that is giving you problems, I want you to focus that attention, focus that light right there. Be your own directing identity guide. Be an active participant in your own help and just focus it everywhere and understand it's going to help you. This is that purest, most perfect, most potent point of power. Now, on the physical body, you have to use it maybe more than other patterns because the physical body is dense. But it doesn't mean it isn't going to help. So and you can trust me. On this. My physical body is so much healthier now than it ever was. So I really, really encourage you. So keep pumping that light, that symbolic sunlight, that pure soul essence light in through and around, not only the totality of the body, but beyond the body. And you want it to fill and amalgamate with and become one with the totality of your soul process you at the human facade soul level you at the fifth dimensional sixth dimensional level all of your soul aspects uh, wherever they are whatever planet they are they are in they are alive in uh, or if they're out of body and i want all of us to spread this beautiful beautiful pure soul essence light and fill up The forever now moment guys and it is absolutely brilliant and as we're doing this as always i am seeing legions those legions of souls moving in to partake of this divine light that we all carry we have offered them an opportunity to take in because it's divine light and it is everything that the originating source was, is and is becoming. It has something for everyone, no matter what level you're on. So, for the most part, the legions of souls that are coming in to partake of the light are souls that don't realize that they have their own light, or maybe they know they have their own light, but they aren't really aware of how to utilize it. So, in any case, there are souls that are coming in, whether they're in body or out, from all over the human kingdom universe, known and unknown. We are operating in a gigantic field of energy. It is a very powerful opportunity. The light is also being, the higher self has been bringing the light to the astral. It is being utilized to neutralize a lot of the astral patterns, not just of this planet, certainly this planet, but also as many planets that have uh, humans, light that has the four lower kingdoms this astral the conglomerate astral is being addressed with this light uh, also the the lucifer element the testers and tempters they have also come in to partake of the light and remember they are shielded from their own pure soul essence and they come in and <clears throat> Many of us have volunteered to be waystations, so to speak, so that the, they can get nurture, nurtured, and nourishment from uh, the light of others. There's a whole area of this. Uh, I'm seeing it in, in any in any case like this. There's an area where the testers and tempters have moved in to partake of the light that is not really shared with the the others. The other humans. Um, It's not really shared. I'm seeing them as they're being kept separate. I think there's some sort of protection or some sort of uh, field of energy that allows the testers and tempters to come in to do what is absolutely needed and necessary. And we absolutely help the testers and tempters because remember, they have facade souls, they've taken on a lot of misunderstandings misconceptions false beliefs beliefs and disbelief they've taken on a lot of that and so this light that they are taking in is, is helping them as well uh, to move through their because they're also being unconsciously awakened it's not just those working the path with the light those working the path without the light because they're shielded from the light they also are being awakened. So we're having a lot of awakening going on here, mostly at the unconscious level, at least with the testers and tempters. But um, in any case, this light is very, very uh, powerful. There is this symbolic demarcation so that there's no issues between um, those trying to get help in any way, shape, or form or able to get all the help from this light we're providing. At this point, I ask that we become one with and be brought into the pure soul essence or the center of the originating source itself. We want to fully cooperate with the divine energies that we're all a part part of. We want to partake of it and utilize it at the very highest level that we can. It's an infinite resource. And it is as if the symbolic as if we're standing in the center of the originating source, whatever that means, because it's really everywhere. But I'm feeling that we're all completely one. It's a very powerful energetic field that I'm perceiving, and it actually brings kind of a lump to my throat because you know I'm seeing it just in two weeks. There's been a shift. I do see there's some expansion on the images I'm getting. Um, I'm sure it was this. Same before, it's just I didn't see it quite this way. So there is an expansion here on the, the sense of the oneness with all there is for all of us. So it's very exciting. Okay, now okay. I I didn't know exactly what the higher selves were gonna how they were gonna have me do this exercise. And okay, so So right now, okay, okay, they're going to begin by having us stand within the center of our own private hurricane, okay? We're going to stand in the eye of our own hurricane. So I see sort of the hundreds and thousands of little hurricanes symbolically moving around each of us where we're standing in the center of neutrality. And um, first, we're just going to do it in general. I'm sorry, but... I'm getting information and it's coming in through my ear, a very high pitch. Whoa! And I'm I'm just going to ask the higher self to please slow it down. I can't I can't I can't hear it. It's just so high. I need to have it slowed down so that I can pull in what it is. Okay, the pitch is slowing down now. Oh, thank you. Yikes. It doesn't happen all that often. Um, All right. So I do see literally thousands and thousands, because remember it's past, present, and future listeners. So I'm not good with numbers, but again, thousands and thousands, probably tens of thousands of of individuals standing around um, the symbolic wheel. Of course, the wheel is just a symbol, so it can expand to be whatever it needs to be. And so there's just so many of us that are standing right in the center of the eye of our own personal hurricane, and I want you to understand that out the winds, the the outside, we're standing in that just that center of calm serenity, that eye, that that light, that funnel of light that connects us us at the totality level. With all that we are and with the originating source. It's just a beautiful kind of light that, or there's an opening here like an eye. And around us, we don't really, we don't need to know what's there, but that symbolically around us are all the beliefs and disbeliefs. Those are what have held us prisoner. Those are what we lock into and limit how we expand. So I'm asking that each of you become sort of aware. I don't want you to lock into any beliefs at all. But I want you just to become aware of that energetic belief system that we carry. Focusing on this state of neutrality. Focusing on the divine light we carry at the pure soul essence level. The originating source level. The true soul essence level. Remember the true soul essence is aspects of ourselves of the fifth dimensional part of who we are when we move into the fifth dimension we move into a divine will level so that aspect also is at the divine level that true soul essence and I want each of you to really focus on that true soul essence right now focus that's that's how far we have evolved in our journey from the mineral kingdom up we have moved into the true soul essence level this is where we are at the soul level we have the facade human soul that's the part we're really working to neutralize that's the part that we are really working to dissolve those belief systems positive and negative negative. and right now i want you to just sit connected with that true soul essence you're we're held within the pure soul essence the true soul essence is uh, who we are. Again, that's how, that's how far we've evolved. Now, every single one here has, has aspects of the self in the sixth dimension. So that true soul essence connects us to all of us, ourselves, it's all of who we are at the fifth dimensional and the sixth dimensional level. We haven't evolved into the sixth dimension yet. We have aspects that are there but we can't fully move in without the totality of the conglomerate soul being ready to move into the sixth dimension because some of that totality is here in the, the um, human kingdom. We can develop aspects, very powerful aspects, but we are not fully evolved into that dimension as yet. All in good time, but we aren't penalized because we're here. We continue to evolve. So, oh, and I'm just getting an indication that there's elements into the sixth, seventh dimensional realm because we've been back here for so long, guys. Um, there's elements that have evolved that are touching into, moving into the first couple of levels of that seventh dimensional frequency. Oh, okay, and that's what that—that's <laughs> what that high pitch was. It was information moving into um, moving in moving into my my consciousness in a way it caught my attention from the that high pitch um, but in any case doesn't mean every time your ears ring getting information from a source but um, anyway it was an indication that this this is the first time I've gotten that information that, that, that we've actually have aspects that have Um, moved into the early levels of the seventh dimension no biggie it's not about ego it's just to me interesting it shows that we are doing a good job here guys and all of our hard work has paid off even though at the fourth dimensional facade level most of us feel like we failed or um, didn't do enough or weren't enough for some reason those are belief systems that are now hanging out outside the eye of this hurricane that we're in and i want just everyone to feel that expansion of the true soul essence you can have a a symbol i've had several symbols they keep evolving for me keep changing and so uh, and you don't have to have a symbol sometimes a symbol helps as long as we don't lock into it uh, and allow it to exchange it change and evolve which is exactly what's happened to me. Um, and so I'm just standing, and it's as if there is no boundary of my physical body when I stand as one with that true soul essence. It's as if my consciousness is past the boundary of the head or the body, and it is just out there in this expanded kind of way. It's kind of a weirdo feeling, at least at first when I felt it, and but I do feel it. On a regular basis now and I'm thinking that many of you would feel that um, in some way as well so okay now we're all standing in the center of neutrality now a state of serenity a state of peace I, we're all focused and connected with not only our pure soul essence but our true soul essence And I want each and every one of you now we are going to start a little shift. I want you to work on bringing to your attention, but not standing as one with it. But I want to bring to your attention, and I want you to call in all the beliefs that you carry, known and unknown, that has to do with rich, poor, with wealth, with financial security with financial abundance, with poverty, with anything all over the map related to money. Uh, of course, in a lot of societies we've been in, there wasn't money per se. A lot of stuff was done as barter, uh, exchanging crops maybe for you know, meat or uh, whatever. Um, maybe something you hunted gets exchanged for uh, services from someone in the tribe. Whatever, so we 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 carry some very very long term very very deep beliefs and disbeliefs about wealth about security about poverty about anything related to materializing uh, positive and negative. And I don't know about you, but what I'm feeling is I'm feeling that the this beautiful neutrality that i was standing in that was very big and wide open it's as if those belief systems are crowding me it's as if i'm struggling to maintain that centeredness and neutrality and i'm guessing some of you all may be feeling that too it's as if it's very difficult it's just like there's this big pressure to close that neutral space from all those belief systems and that is not comfortable i don't want it there i don't want it there for any of you so i'm going to just have us all just focus on that divine light that we are that incredible pure soul essence light and just begin to dissolve the beliefs and disbelief now there's there's a lot of beliefs here that are related to it for example beliefs that money and wealth whatever the wealth would be and bring status brings power and then the fears of letting go of those beliefs letting go of those viewpoints because it might make you seem weak might make you feel vulnerable it might whatever so there's a lot of fears there's a lot of sense of insecurity a lot of vulnerability there's even that essence of well i'm going to be safe if i have this my family will be safe now that's a difficult one because when it's outside of yourself that somebody you're going to put somebody else in danger especially loved ones that's a very difficult belief to neutralize if you've heard healing that i've done over the year over the year the years uh, you know that safety is, when when a belief system centers around the safety issue, it can be a big stumbling block. So I'm feeling, oh my gosh, I'm feeling like this symbolic, it's a weird thing. It's like there's a clamp of cement right around my heart. It goes around the back of me and it's just clamped on my heart. Just right around the chest just this whole thing and it's a symbolic uh, picture one for the group it's not just me but it has to do with a safety factor so I want everyone to really and I like that it's around the heart because it's easier to just focus that heart that beautiful divine energy symbolically the heart energy the divine love the divine uh, light the divine uh, that pure soul essence light right out and I see it going out not only the front but out of the back it's moving through the heart center and it's just pulsing out and beginning to dissolve this weirdo symbol of cement clamp representative of the safety factor because it's holding us that to locking in we've locked in to the idea that having money having wealth is going to keep us and our family safe and uh, as i said no matter what the belief system good bad or indifferent it is a limiter We need to neutralize it. It is just holding us all stuck. It's holding us all stuck. And it's really, it keeps us seeking outside for that wealth, for that material good, for that status, for the power. It keeps us on a treadmill of always looking outward and gaining going outside to find the external wealth, the external, instead of creating it from within, which is what I talked about earlier, and we're going to get to that portion of the healing in a bit, but that's the treadmill it keeps us on. So it's really important that we neutralize it, because the higher selves are indicating that we need to neutralize this in order to create abundant wealth for ourselves. We need to neutralize it and move to this place of real neutrality, where we marry the rich and poor together and bring the um, the spark of the creative life force energy in to create the wealth. Okay, so we aren't there yet. So let's. I do feel, and it's slow, but I do feel this clamp, this circular clamp, the clamp of the, the circular cement thing that's clamped right in front I do feel it beginning and it's low I do feel it beginning to lose its grip on us and I want to just keep uh, especially around the back somehow that's a big weight it's a big pressure it's a big stressor and so I want to continue to send in the energy of divine understanding divine awareness divine um, release divine release of this belief systems that just are are dogging us that keep us holding on to old orientations that once we move into a state of neutrality and live there we can create what we want when we want because we're coming from a place of purity and we aren't held back by the belief systems but we have to get there. We have to deal with these belief systems first. So that's what we're doing here. It's just so interesting because I feel, I feel like I'm sitting up straighter. It's as if I'm getting at some level and uh, stuff that I didn't understand at some level. I'm understanding more and more the freedom that will come from letting go of this belief system that's been built up lifetime after lifetime after eons of lifetimes for all of us. And it has been imprisoning us in that ever-eternal seeking and searching for the external wealth where the real ability to create it is within. So we want to continue to neutralize this. Boy, and it's it's interesting because it's sort of slipping down. The back part of it is, kind of loosening, and so it's sort of slipping down. I want to continue to send light because it's really not just mine. I'm doing it for everyone, myself included, and I'm encouraging all of you to do it for yourselves as well. And so all the light that we are focusing on this symbolic conglomerate symbol is really helping, and it's kind of loosening. As I said, it's beginning to kind of loosen. It's not as tight around the chest and around the back it's becoming more flexible, so to speak. Wow. Wow. I'm just watching it. It's, it doesn't feel to me anymore to be like cement. It's not as thick, it's not as solid, it's kind of loosening up. It's not quite ribbon, but it's maybe more like a wide belt of leather. But it's not tight anymore. It's, there's some flexibility here. And it's I'm just we're just going to keep sending light. I'm sorry it's taking time, but we're dealing with eons of ages of belief systems here. And we want to free ourselves. I want to call in divine freedom, divine expanded perception, and... Um, Clarity of vision. Okay, I'm really beginning to feel a lot of inner strength. I want everyone to, again, focus on that true soul essence and, and facilitate returning to the expansion of the state of neutrality. The, I do feel the I expanding again. But this particular thing is still in place. It's, it's loosening up. It's not so tight around us. But it's still part of this state of neutrality. I don't want it there uh, for any, any of us. I don't want it there because it's still attached in some way. So we have to continue to work on it. I want to, I want, I, and you know what, I'm thinking the clamp has turned into like a belt buckle. So I want everyone to find your symbolic belt buckle somewhere in front of you. And I want everyone to kind of consciously take the light in your hands. I want you to see your hands as light. And I want you to symbolically open that belt buckle. Snaps. Zipper, whatever you might see it as. You don't have to use my symbol, but whatever is holding that so that it still surrounds us, we're still attached to it, I want you to use your hands as light, hands of light, to undo this connection, this thing that's sort of holding us, attaching uh, itself to us. And I want you to undo it and just kind of throw it into the light. I'm seeing it sort of like a rope over my head, like I'm swinging the belt around because the belt is finally no longer around me and of course it's a conglomerate symbol. So I want everyone to understand that we are free of this and I want everyone to throw it into the light and watch it dissolve. I want to again call in divine freedom, divine neutrality and I've seeing now that the that symbolic eye is now moved out there are still elements of the belief systems around the rich and poor that are there but it's not so overwhelmingly crowding in it's still there and from this space i want us to continue to neutralize anything and everything that's out there um known and unknown understood and not understood conscious and unconscious directly or indirectly affecting who we are and there's stuff still in the back there's stuff part of the the root area the root uh the base of the uh torso where we are carrying stuff i want you to see light moving up and down the spine changing the nature it's as if it's re it's very exciting. It's as if it's re, realigning the spine from the bottom all the way up, realigning the spine. It says now that we got rid of that silly cement thing, it uh, wasn't so silly, it was difficult, but now that we're getting rid of that, I'm seeing the light that we're providing to the spine. It's like it's realigning, rebuilding, re-energizing, re-everything. The sort of internal workings of the center, the, the what do you call it? The, like the computer chip of who we are. It's just redoing all of that spine thing. And it's just going all the way up into the head. And I want everyone just to sit there and, and feel it, experience it, ask them that energy neutralize any and all residues that are part of it any all roots and tendrils that have been set down by this cement thing and maybe we didn't get rid of all of it we want to get the residues we want to get toxins we want to get any kind of pollutants that are there whether it's energetic pollutants or physical pollutants anything we want to really really cleanse and clean the totality of all that we can uh, and it's being represented to me physically we're kind of reorienting our perspectives we are reorienting our viewpoints it is we're opening them up we're standing now in the center allowing expansion to come in now in this state of expansion, in this state of being centered within this neutral space, I want to ask that we all, symbolically, we're just going to do it symbolically, we're going to call in rich and poor. Okay, I want you to see the two words In front of you or you can see symbols you can see a symbol of someone very wealthy or someone very poor you can see the words rich and poor one on one side one on the other and these are the polarity this is the polarity and this does not exist at the higher level everything is one love and hate do not exist they exist in the human level that's the perception that we have that's what we carry what we're going to do now is we are going to Marry, or we're going to amalgamate the rich and the poor together to become one. And to do this, you can use any symbol you like. What I'm going to do for me, and maybe you can use this symbol yourself, is I'm going to have each, I see two words, but you can do it with the symbols, whatever you come up with, Um, they're morphing into energetics okay so I'm seeing the the rich more as a light gray and the poor more as a dark gray Uh, I'm not seeing either one energetically as all white and all dark but dark light gray and dark gray And they're creating sort of energetic feelers, so to speak. And the energetic feelers are moving together symbolically. And they are growing together. It's hard to use words, but they are merging. The rich and the poor are merging to create kind of a medium gray. All right? So now... Standing in the center of neutrality, standing in the center of the pure soul essence and the true soul essence, I have this medium gray thing, symbol, that is the merging or the amalgamation of rich and poor. Now, we're doing it with rich and poor. Keep in mind, you can do this exercise or any version of your own exercise with anything. Uh, fat and thin, uh, victim victimizer. I mean, you can do it with anything. And so, create. I'm creating. I'm bringing the polarities together. They're creating a symbolic mouthful of a word with rich and poor together. But they're they're now. It's a it's a medium gray. And I'm going to activate before i go any further i want to activate the creative life force energy now the creative life force energy is a very powerful energy i've talked about it in a number of times and all it wants to do is create we all carry it is what is behind the creation of the the manifestation and our outer reality but when you know about the energy you can use it to help yourself in any way you want to help create what you want to create so now I have this neutral gray and I'm called in the creative life force energy. It's part of the true soul essence. It's part of the pure soul essence. It's part of the originating source. It is that dark, quote dark energy um, that I worked with for a good year last year uh, when we operated a lot of the healing within that, that dark energy, um, because dark energy was a creative life force energy that actually created the universe, as we know, known and unknown. So we're going to bring in this incredibly powerful uh, creative life force energy. It has flecks of silver and gold. Um, The symbolic masculine is the gold and symbolic feminine is the silver. And when the two aspects touch, they create And so what we're going to do now is we have this creative life force energy surrounding the very neutral, rich and poor that have become one, this symbolic medium gray, so to speak. And as it surrounds it, it is completing the neutral process. And out of that process, we are... With the creative life force energy, it is bringing the neutrality of the the true neutrality of rich and poor into the creative life force energy. And I'm seeing symbolically it creating all the wealth that we ever could dream of. And it's not just financial wealth. That's what we've been working on. But it's wealth in every other way. So... I'm just seeing it. I'm seeing this creative life force energy. It's as if it partakes, it neutralizes the the medium gray, the, the very neutral rich and poor. And out of that, it is bringing into the state of neutrality to crea- and creating the divine wealth, giving birth to. All it wants to do is to give birth. It's giving birth to the wealth that we carry within the to help us materialize from the abstract to the concrete. Wow. And it is very, very powerful. And again, it is a conglomerate symbol I'm looking at. And the... There's an awful lot of stuff going on. You know, I can't help but see it because it's so much a part of what I do, but I'm seeing a lot of grief being neutralized, a lot of sadness, a lot of hardship, a lot of suffering. It's as if it's taking that with it. It's letting go of that and allowing us to further neutralize the belief systems, the experiences, the the viewpoints that we have carried for eons of time. It's really, it's as if it's just pulling a whole bunch of other stuff with it that is being um, actively let go, actively neutralized, actively becoming part of the energy package of the state of neutrality and allowing us more and more to create more and more. So as we let go of, of grief and sorrow, we are creating the uh, an explosion of joy I mean, it's it's really a, we're manifesting at the highest ideal the, and in a totally balanced manner, all that we are. And when I said that, more stuff is coming up. Of course, that's just typical of me. The, the whole viewpoint, the belief system about ourselves not being enough, being limited a viewpoint that we can't do it, that we're incapable, that we are lower, that we are less than, all of that kind of stuff immediately got triggered when I said it's going to allow us to be all that we are. And so with that, we have more stuff moving in and out, processing from this neutral eye of the hurricane state, processing through the pure soul essence, processing with the creative life force energy allowing us to clear more and more of the energetic baggage allowing us to become more and more focused within more and more centered within more and more um, connected to our own purest most potent most perfect and most personal point of power and this is where we want to be operating from always to maintain the connection here as much as we can this is where the true wealth lies this is where the creation of the true wealth lies this is the creation this is where the manifestation from the abstract to the material in a purest most perfect most balanced manner is located this is the panama canal of self-help And I'm feeling, too, a lot of very limited ideas and concepts, misunderstandings, misconceptions, and misinterpretations, because we've gone through so many lives not having a choice to understand at a higher level because those concepts just weren't there. One of the things we did in our sojourn as volunteers to help the four lower kingdoms evolve was we chose to move into very low-level kind of human societies, societies and, and cultures that hadn't evolved very far because this is where the real help was needed. It doesn't mean we didn't move into uh, other societies and cultures that were in the future of the now of this planet. Of course, we did that. But we carry so many misunderstandings from so many lifetimes in this kind of arena you know middle ages dark ages tribal societies that kind of thing very very limited in perception and so that's where we came in that's so we couldn't help we grew up in those societies and we took on a lot of those misunderstandings misconceptions belief systems good bad or indifferent and we we absolutely that's what i'm seeing coming up now is just legions of these things from so many lifetimes. It's just astounding. It's just astounding. I want each and every one of you to keep letting go. Keep releasing. Keep releasing. I'm seeing it just clouds of stuff moving out. And the interesting thing is it's as if we're processing the belief systems that we held without ourselves. It's as if they're moving symbolically in, through, and around us, or at least the pure soul essence, and up and out through the top of the head. And as a result, I'm seeing the symbolic belief systems that we have been holding outside ourselves getting smaller, and the state of neutrality, the eye of the hurricane, getting bigger. So... We're doing a good job, everybody here is doing a good job, and I'm very, very much seeing the results of the work. Um, and the higher selves are indicating to me that there is also, as I said, a lot of work being done on the... Oh my gosh, I've gone so long, I have no idea. I just told I had 90 seconds. Well, I'm, I'm sorry guys, I have no idea anyway so uh, i'm asking that each and every one of you continue to release the higher south are putting the cocoon of energy around everyone uh we are still working there's a massive amount of work going on uh, just know that it's still happening i'm going to seeing you guys next week um and the uh I'm going to be seeing you next week and, um, or talking to you next week. Have a wonderful week. Love all of you. I hope you got a lot out of this healing. I'm in la la land as I'm talking because honestly, I'm still out there. We did a lot of good work, and hopefully, you can use this exercise in some other way. And hopefully, you all begin to manifest and create much more. Um, wealth for yourself on every level and any level and because of the exercise. Okay, well with that I love you and until next week, see you then. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichman.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing your negative thoughts and emotional blueprints.